0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing, and today I'm joined by Rob Watson, Head of Digital Marketing at Suppliant. Rob, how are you doing? Uh, very well, Andy, very well. And um, welcome back to the show, because you were on oh, several months ago, weren't you? Talking about shopping, I seem to remember. That's right, yeah, no, it was about a year ago now. It's my, uh, it's my year anniversary. Congratulations. So um, you've done this before, but just for the benefit of those who don't know you, tell us uh, just a little bit about um, Rob Watson.
1: Uh, yeah, of course. So, um, head of digital marketing at Suppliant. We're a agency based in Northampton. We help businesses make more money from the internet.
0: It's fantastic. And today, it's uh, the, the title of the show is uh, "Multilingual AdWords." Uh, Parlez-vous anglais? Uh, I suppose that's the French way of saying it. So, we're still on the subject of retailers, but there's been a few more things going on, isn't there? What advice would you have for retailers that are looking to start selling in countries that speak foreign languages? So this is, I mean, this is something that we've helped a number of retailers do uh,
1: over the last 10 years. Mm. First thing we start off with is, is pretty fairly obvious, is to actually understand if there is a market for what you're selling. And quite often what we find is that there will be people who will be um, finding your site uh, your UK site from other parts of the world anyway. So first first port of call would be Google Analytics, looking at those the, the country reports that they have in there, looking at conversion rates, just getting a sense for where you have traffic coming from uh, other, other parts of Europe, perhaps. Um, are, are people buying and uh, at what kind of rate they're buying? Because once you've got a little bit of a, a market, that's, that's when you can start to look to uh, scale it up. Mm. The things you've got to consider is um, how, how you're going to resource it. So the, the, there's plenty that can be done internally with um, some really basic translation tools. Google Translate can get you a, a, a fair way there. It's obviously not ideal and uh, it's got limitations, but yeah, you can deal with email in a roundabout kind of way with uh, Google Translate. How you then handle if somebody happens to phone up and one of your sales team gets a little bit freaked out when somebody starts speaking French to them is another matter. But, um, you know, things to consider there. Yeah, some of the companies that we were with, that's somewhere where they look to um, local colleges, find overseas students that can work on a on a part-time basis. Uh, you know, things like that. There's the, the solutions. Beyond that, what are you going to do if you're advertising? So, if you keep it, so you've got an English site, you want to advertise in um, France or Italy, completely legitimate to do that. You, you can create an ad that makes your site look to be fully translated um but it might not necessarily be the right thing you'd, you'd get plenty of clicks on the ad but can you do a blended advert something that's partially translated so it's clear that if somebody sees that ad uh, they'll understand what you're advertising but they'll also know that you're gonna uh, when they click that they're, they're, they're gonna be uh, dealing with an english site that's worked for us in the past that's that that, that can work but obviously your your um your ad. The stats that you might get used to seeing in AdWords in terms of um, the levels that people click on them will probably look horrific. But yeah. if the profit's there, if you're getting sales, then it's um, fine. It's it's all proof of concept. It's ideas that you can test to see whether you can scale this up or not.
0: That's a really interesting idea, actually, Rob, isn't it? The, the, this notion of partially uh, translating your ad and leaving some of it English and, and, and translating just selected bits of it to the language. Is this a new idea or has it been around for a while? Well, it's that's something that we've been
1: experimenting for quite a while, actually. I mean, where, where we came from with this, the uh, first company that, that, that we were working with that were doing this was a company where the, the products that they had were quite niche. So there was a, d- a demand, there was a natural flow of people overseas that were aware of these products they're automotive products uh, in, in this case and it's quite a um th- there's a market there where people will if they can't find it in their own country then they'll they'll look to the uk mm. and i mean it, it's still the situation that whether the uk is a very mature e-commerce market a lot of a lot of europe presents an opportunity to to, to uk retailers because we've been um infrastructure wise we've got a lot more experience we've been doing it for longer and and there is still a, a flow of people from overseas that will come to uk sites to transact mm. so it's it's not unusual to find somebody in Denmark, for example, who will be looking to a UK site to purchase um, their slightly more exclusive alloy wheels or, or something because there's passion behind that. People will go that go that extra step. But I mean, the other thing with this as well is is a lot of Europe are quite good at speaking English. It <laughs> might not be the same, the other way around. But yeah, it, it's it's pretty well understood. So you can get away with presenting an advert that has the terms that people are searching for. So there may be some translation and. With the way that AdWords works, uh, the, the, the headline of the ad, there's a lot of weight to, to the words that you use there, so you'd look to translate that and, and maybe the first line of the ad, but the second line, potentially you're, you're bringing in some English there or at the very least you're making it clear to person that's looking at the ad that when they click through, the the site itself is going to be in English. Yeah, It just saves wasting money as well on clicks where people might
0: not expect that. What about uh, testing other channels uh, Rob like sort of eBay and Amazon presumably that comes into it as well
1: yeah, I mean the the benefits of of those channels is that you, you get to test other parts of your your infrastructure without having to to worry about the translation of the website or translation of your advertising. Because yeah, when you're on Amazon.fr, obviously that's already translated, that's already dealt with. To list on there, you'll be needing to look at translating your copy, of course. Mm-hmm. But it will open you up to to, to understand whether there is a market yeah, in a fairly in. Expensive way to get that up and running but also how you can then fulfill that market in terms of your customer service in terms of your delivery you know the logistics of getting those products um overseas so yeah no testing those other channels as well is a is a
0: is a very good way to go to uh, yeah it's all part of, of of proof of concept mm. okay so this is like the, the you know things to think about so once the retailer has started this process sort of Presumably there are questions that need to be sort of asked moving on from this point.
1: Yeah. So so once you've gone through those initial steps, reviewing what, what the results were, did you make any money? Um uh, you know, did, did does it prove that there is a market out there? Does it give you the sense that you can scale this? So did you hit your revenue targets? And then from the logistics point of view, were you able to handle the customer service? Was it is it the product that you're selling? that it requires so much explanation and, and support that that it, it becomes uh, no longer viable because you're having to deal with so much additional um, support. Then return rates, you know, w- w- was your return rates acceptable uh, you know all these kind of little thoughts that that you need to deal with you need, you need to answer but if they all check out if it all washes its face then you've got to start thinking what's the next step you know do you need to create for your site just dealing with translated landing pages perhaps mm. so you know we talked about partially translated ads then we'd start to think well maybe a partially translated website is the way to go if you can get people to that landing page and and do enough to engage them to Either contact you via email or, or, or the phone, but potentially, it, it, if you think it will, it's viable, then they can work their way through a English English checkout with with uh, limited issues. Or alternatively, you think you could go the ultimate and go with the uh, fully translated website.
0: Yeah, because that was my next question. Because you know, some of these retailers are already going to have you know foreign language websites and you know perhaps ad word campaigns. What can they do to scale if they've already got this this in place? Well
1: I mean this is this is one of the areas where we've been kind of focusing uh, more over recent years yeah in terms of how that that can then be scaled it's looking at what what your internal resource can do what they can provide one of the ways that we like to work uh, and we've been working well over the last year is with uh, clients who have different language skills speakers within their own within their own company. Mm. It's either the person that's helping with that customer service, or the, or the person that's been hired to do, maybe even the social media or, or, or something like that. Working with those working with those team members is is a really compelling option. We can work with with them, and they'll certainly be able to support an AdWords supplier with language, but also the fact that they understand the products as well. So we kind of get a bit of a, the best of both worlds. But um, yeah, so w- working with that resource um, is, is a great way to, to look to try and s- scale things. The other thing then is uh, Google Shopping. So from the previous steps, when when you've just got your site and, and, it, and if it isn't fully translated, Google Shopping, which is... Utterly, utterly fantastic type of advertising for for a e-commerce retailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not available for you unless you fully translated your site. It's one of the requirements that the um, that the whole checkout experience needs to be translated yeah. in, in the in the language of the country that you're targeting. So, so once you know that you've gone that step, then that opens up that all that uh, opportunity for you. The thing to bear in mind, though, with um, with with that is that it's not available in all countries. So there are a number of countries, interestingly, Ireland's one, even though it's English-speaking, that doesn't have uh, Google Shopping at the moment. Other ones like Portugal doesn't have Google Shopping and there are other countries such as Denmark which does have google shopping but it's been the, the rollout's been quite slow over there mm-hmm. so knowing that the, the countries that you're going to work with knowing that they've, they've got things like google shopping available is is something to to be to be conscious of
0: so you mentioned about sort of teamwork and stuff what's things um, what things can retailers get their own team members to help with well, the, the, the big thing for us is um, keyword research. Now, it's not
1: just a simple case with the different languages that, it, that it's just about translation. There's a lot of variations around uh, well, what, what, you, what they term to as, as, as localization. So understanding the different market, I mean, one example that we have, we were working on with a, uh, with a retailer that had a product that was um, like a Christmas stocking. Mm. one of the things i mean f- for us in the uk that's quite a, that's quite a normal festive product to to be um to be selling but within uh, France and germany we were struggling with it because there's a the, the traditions in in those countries about when they hang up their stockings it doesn't exist yeah it, it, it was an interesting conversation that i had with the with the team member there because they don't hang up stockings, the Christmas presents get open on, on Christmas Eve, not on not on Christmas Day. Yeah, it's so different
0: cultures, it's, isn't it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, that kind of relates back to my, my previous point about where we feel the benefit of working with team members who, instead of just knowing the, the, the language, can actually understand the culture as well. Because you've got all these little nuances all these variations where you just don't um you could think your product is is great and, and you can think you label it a certain way you name it a certain way and it's gonna and it's gonna shift but you've kind of missed this whole point that they don't have the the same equivalent word for yes. that product
0: in that yes. language yeah true localization
1: yeah exactly exactly so, so that's, that's a big thing for us. That's a big thing for us. The next thing then is also within, and it's also kind of keyword related, within the AdWords itself is their ability to help with the search term reports. Yeah. So those are the reports that tell us exactly what people search for when they, or what they clicked on, what, what we paid for, essentially. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's those reports that tend to throw up some pretty um, interesting things, uh, good or bad, quite often bad. And the ability to translate those... I mean, there's times when it it does go beyond Google Translate's ability. I've I've many times tried to put these terms into Google Translate, and, and it'll give you part of it, but then the word that you want to try and understand, it just... It just throws exactly the same word back out at you, so you kind of lost. Yeah. So, yeah, the, you know, the native speaker to be able to help with those things is, is is really powerful. And then, as addition to that, the ability to create the ads, to create the ads themselves, that's that's obviously a very
0: important thing. Yeah. Do Google have any specific features that will sort of benefit foreign language advertisers?
1: Yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a particular type of campaign that they have called dynamic search ads or or dsa which is something i mean it's been around for a while and they've been improving it quite a lot over the last 18 months and um from from when it started it was something that we we we, we experimented with and stopped using quite quickly because it was pretty awful Mm. but but they've made a lot of improvements what it does is it it basically scrapes your, your website, scrapes your landing page and, and it will build ads for you and it'll build keywords for you and it will um, do that based on what on what you have on the site. Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds pretty awful. It sounds like it could just be a complete nightmare. But yeah. uh, and, and, and I guess when we first started with it, it, it was pretty disappointing. But, yeah, recent results, we've got a few clients that are, are using it and get some very, very great results out of, out of DSA campaigns. But from a foreign language point of view, then, yeah, extremely compelling extremely compelling opportunity that it presents it's the fact that you don't have to go and do since you don't have to do all your keyword research you don't have to go and build all these keyword lists Um, you do have to create an ad template so you do have to be able to translate the ad at least but um, but yeah I mean it's it, it, it's a it's a ideal product for for people looking to advertise in, in foreign languages one of the slight downsides with it is that when we've tested it overseas we've found that it just doesn't seem to get quite the level of interaction and uh impressions as we do in the u k and um yeah I mean it's probably something that will that will be improved upon because a lot of the things that google do generally get improved all the time so I, I can imagine in maybe six months time it'll probably be, be be flying again but um yeah
0: no great a great product a great product yeah it sounds interesting it, it actually sounds quite heath robinson I'm, I'm guessing it uses some sort of artificial intelligence to uh, what to construct an ad from what it finds on your page
1: yeah yeah i'd love to be able to attempt to explain how that works but um yeah you know it's uh some they, they got some clever people working for them at Google yeah. so um, yeah the other stuff that they do provide as well in 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 very very ways and, it, and it, it's something that we as an agency we, we have access to on, on some of our accounts is that they do provide a translation service as well there, there are limits to, to what they'll offer they, they, they want people that's going to spend a, a certain threshold I think you're looking at around it's not too bad actually if you if you're spending in, in, in excess of uh, one and a half thousand pound a month then yeah which isn't too bad they will translate for you again we've had mixed results with that it, it's there as a service if, if if you're pretty limited on your resource then yeah it's something that that,
0: that that can be available well rob thanks so much for joining us i know you've got uh, just one more thing to talk about before we go actually i know that you've got have had some experience with currencies haven't you as one final thing to talk about making sure your currencies match
1: yeah, yeah, I think I think this is uh, this is something that has presented a few reporting headaches in the past. I think if you if you're trying to accomplish a lot, where you've got one of the things you're thinking about, maybe well, if, if we just create a, a European website, and yeah, w- which could be a solution. It's it's how you deal with. Uh, reporting if you've got a neighbor like um germany to denmark where germany would obviously all be in euros but then uh denmark is in is in krona because yeah. the the value is so dramatically different it's kind of uh, i think that so it's something like about 12 times yes um, on on that value so if you then got one cost value, so you, all of your cost is in euros, but you're then trying to separate how much of that cost is going to the Danish customers who are then transacting in a, in a, in a, current, in a value that's 12 times greater than, yeah, it's really, really tough. really, really uh, It's something to avoid, I yeah. think is the best way to put it. It's definitely one um, to watch
0: out for, isn't it?
1: yeah i think it's, it's it's all about the setup if you get the setup right in the first place then you know you can really save yourself a hell of a lot of headache and uh and, and troubles
0: when it comes to you know, figuring out if you've actually made any money or not well rob thank you so much for joining us today so how can our listeners find out a little bit more about you and supplies up there in nottingham
1: well best thing if there's anything that that we've talked about here anything you've heard that's got any um set any light bulbs off or or, or any, any other things you want to pick my brains about uh, separately then
0: best thing send me an email rob at suppliant.com. dot com rob thank you so much and that's it for today folks uh thanks for listening the show notes as usual are at sitevisibility.com com forward slash im podcast we are on itunes and stitcher and we would like reviews because it helps us to Grow the audience, and that's always a good thing. Uh, if you want to connect with me, I'm Dr. Pod, D O C T O R P O D, on Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, just mention the Internet Marketing Podcast when you want to connect on LinkedIn, otherwise, I won't know who you are. Uh, if you've got questions or you want to leave a voicemail, the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk, and the magic telephone line is plus four four one two seven three two five six one five well, zero. That's all from me, Andy, and it's all from Rob. Thanks, Andy. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing. What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST Recommends.
1: On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being completely straight
0: mm-hmm.
1: and 10 being completely gay, what number are you? Um.
0: You know, I don't think that you should rank how gay they are. I guess, I, you know, that's just a little of a red, just a flag for me. Come on, come out.
1: A weekly podcast where real lesbians tell their real coming out stories.
0: You can find Come On Come Out on your favorite podcatcher out now. Go listen. A-Cast.
1: A-Cast. 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 A-Cast recommends. <laughs>